Hi, Taylor. Want to get high? Yeah, of course. What are we smoking? <laughs> so today we're going to smoke something that I like to call a super joint. Super joint. Um, people generally don't know what I'm talking about, but it's a joint that's like, it's a pre-roll. It's not just flour. It has oil in it. It has keef in it. It has flour. bud in it. <laughs> yeah, flour. And so it has everything that you could ever want. And so the strains we have currently, so the flower is Sour Diesel. This is a hybrid, hybrid one, right? Well, this is actually this is a sativa one. Oh, this is a sativa super joint? Oh, mm -hmm. geez. Okay, well, at least has our Oregon Silver Haze, which is our favorite well, I figure um, it's safe for us still because sour diesel is generally a little bit more of like a focused high mm, as opposed to a racy high. Mm, and we both like Oregon good. Silver Haze. So together, I think it'll be okay. We do, we do. Okay, and here's our local website that we confer about the sour diesel. Sorry, that one was actually for Sour OG. <laughs> because sour apparently Sour Diesel oh, I got smoke is up my nose. real. I got smoke up my nose pretty bad. Oh. And this isn't lighting very well. That's what, hap that's what happens to them sometimes. Sometimes they get the oil going. Oh, that hurt. I don't know why. Okay, so... My conclusion right now is that Sour Diesel doesn't exist online. Everything tells me that it's Sour OG. And so I'm just going to read my Sour OG. Hold on. Hold on. I can find a Sour Diesel. It's too common of a strain. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm shocked that I can't find it. So, on our other site, our other generic website says, Sour Diesel, sometimes called Sour D, is an invigorating sativa-dominant strain named after its pungent diesel-like aroma. This fast-acting strain delivers energizing, dreamy cerebral effects that have pushed Sour Diesel to its legendary status. This is why I like Sour Diesel, is that cerebralness about it. Mm. Uh, stress, pain, and depression fade away in long-lasting relief that makes Sour Diesel a top choice among medical patients. <coughs> this strain took root in the early 90s and is believed to have descended from Chemdog 91 and Super Skunk. Of course, it tries to come from a Chemdog like they all do, which we say. Yep, yep. We've talked about this. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. <coughs> and we um, previously, if you It's okay. That's why I'm not talking because I'm just going to edit this out. I just had my own coughing fit. That's why I was just like waving my arm frantically. <laughs> like I need to cough and you're reading something important. I'm so sorry. I don't want to cut out. <laughs> okay. So the keef in this, so the flour and oil in this were sour diesel, and the keef in this is Oregon Silver Haze, which we previously smoked one or two episodes ago and had a really good time. 
Mm -hmm. Um, It's a sativa dominant hybrid that's a cross of Northern Lights skunk. It's perfect for treating a variety of conditions, including chronic pain, chronic stress, classic flavor of grassy citrus, and cush with a touch of haze upon exhale. I will always remember that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because we talked about what is that? Because actually about our whole, about this whole potency thing, the... I was commenting, I got this great strain called Alien Orange Cookies, which Orange Cookies is delicious, and um, the Aliens are usually pretty good. Alien thing ones are usually pretty good as well. And it only tested like 15%, and so it was on sale or whatever. And it, like, knocked me out in probably, like, half an hour after I smoked a little bit of it. And I was just like, man, that was some good stuff. Taylor's saying people don't like to buy that stuff because it's only 15% THC. But sometimes those are the best kinds of highs. Well, we were specifically saying that not only the best kinds of highs, but, like, significantly unique highs. Like, something stands out about them. Like, I was just saying I like sour diesel, and now I understand, because if it's more cerebral, I want more of a cerebral high than I want an energizing high. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that, too. You know, I want it to feel... (coughs) I want it to feel dreamy, or, you know, like, I'm in la-la land. Yeah. Because, like, because I'm getting high. That's the point. I want to feel good, but, like... Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Just that's the point of doing this, right? To make everything that's happening just a little bit better. And I really think that there's something to say about Not the fact that these highs stand out at these lower potencies, lower THC potencies, and the higher THC potencies, you lose stuff in that entourage effect that gives you these highs. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to elaborate, and that's why I said, hey, let's get on the podcast and start talking, because I actually have a customer that I was having this conversation with this last week, and it dawned on me, you know, I was explaining to her that I sample so much weed all the time, and yeah, it's good, it's fine, it gets me high, but like, what really stands out to me is what I really want to go and sell people or I really want to talk about, you know? (laughs) And those are few and far between. And (coughs) I think it comes down to our personal endocannabinoid systems. And I have this woman telling me how, you know, she's like, you know, I've just been smoking so long, I'm so old, and I just can't even get high most of the time, so... She comes in asking me for high THCs no matter what. And I always kind of have this gentle, (laughs) this gentle conversation with her about THC, trying to kind of like educate her and get her to try different things and break out of that box. Because I feel like she is one of these people that, yeah, I bet she's right. Not everything gets her high. It's probably like me, where it gets you (laughs) high, but like, you don't even but like, know what it is. It's yeah, like baseline barely... functioning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You're at like, oh, I'm at a... That was the worst time for a coffee for us. 
functional high and it's the <coughs> ones that stand out to you that you think get you so ripped or whatever yeah um it's it really is though it's the ones <coughs> that, like you feel some sort of like noticeable change right and like yep. you keep going back for those you're like do you have that do you have that because like that joy makes me happy every time I smoke it. Exactly. Like, I want a pack of that. Yeah, like our pineapple fields ones. We should just bring it up even though we're not smoking. We should. It. Yeah, it's, that's <coughs> awesome. We're still not name-dropping farms, but... No, but pineapple fields is really pineapple good. Pineapple fi fields is exclusive, and it's good, and if you find it, smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> In any form. Yeah, it's true. It's just, it's one of those... Because it was my favorite energy. dab, too. Pineapple fields oh, really? and their huckleberry goo. Mm. Both I of them. I love the huckleberry. Mm. Mm -hmm. In the concentrate, in the flour, <laughs> in the joints. That's what on point. I think our downfall of being hip in the cannabis industry is that we're not dabbers. Do you know? I don't give a fuck. Like, Flower kids. child until the day I die. Me too. <coughs> these, <coughs> like, there's entire, like, Instagram accounts that's just people doing wild dabs. It's wasteful. You know, it's, it's gross. It's wasteful. It's like, stupid. It's like, do? you can't get any higher than you already are. Yeah. You might as well sit on well, this Well, and I... I'm getting high. Me too. Me too. It always brings me back to... <coughs> and I want to edit this out. We'll see you later. But I think I've told you this story. It's like you... It is freebasing weed. I remember being oh, in college and to freebase anything you were doing. We had like a screw and a piece of wood with like a pint cup over it and then a rolled up piece of paper and you would like light whatever on the nail. That's so and then crazy. You I never the did anything like that. I'm like, we did knifers. Yeah, yeah. It's we did kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just have like a straw to suck that up. Well, uh, like something. a water bottle that someone would cut in half and then you just hold the water um, bottle over the knives. Totally. I never did it that way, but we... I I had I have friends that had whole papers. fucking knifer rigs that they'd keep in their freezer with ice in them so oh that gosh, it'd be really? like a nice cool hit. When oh my gosh, that is super funny. I'm seriously. But the first time I ever saw a dab, I thought it was heroin because it was the times when people were starting to do heroin, and I had never oh, I had never really seen yeah, it. I had only found it once on my ex. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and. Uh, so the first time I saw dabs and I was like, what the hell is this? I don't want to be here. I don't want to do that. That's uh -huh. not weed. Oh, my God. But then it was. But it was. Well, now it is. I still don't know. I remember I did my first dab, actually. So I lived in Oregon and had my medical card, even. I've had my medical in Oregon, Oregon card. Hi. My medical <laughs> card in Oregon for, like, a really long time because of my back. And I always, I literally would, it would be up there, it would be like, whatever, wax. And I just never knew. I was just like, that's, there are giant jugs of weed right in front of me. Like, I'm just going to buy that. And then, like, I go back to Ohio, and one of 
my husband's <clears throat> juggalo friends is like, hey, you guys want to do a dab? And I'm like, what? And so he brings us in. He's like, blowtorch. I was like, we are doing some crazy stuff right now. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. And we do a dab and we drive home. It was like one of the highest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. I like put it in the reservoir or whatever. Probably like five years later, I'm at a store here and they used to let you do dabs like in the medical dispensaries, yeah. right? And so like I'm there and one of the girls is like, oh, hey, I want to come back and do a dab. And I was like, yeah, she was a juggalo too, which is the funny part of the story. My first two dabs ever were with juggalos. Um... And she's like, I want to do a dab. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, so all I had to do was like walk across the parking lot. And I was just like, I don't think I can handle this anymore. <laughs> and I still feel that way. <coughs> I do too. Just, it never, something that I never. It's never the same as flower to me. Yeah. It's never as satisfying as like sitting down and enjoying my joint. Or sitting down and enjoying my bowl. Yep. You know, like, I like to smoke when I, I watch it. TV and movies, and I can't sit there and do dab after dab after dab, and, like, the nights that I do sit and do a dab, it's like, mm-hmm. well, what now? I'm going to go smoke a bowl now, even though I'm ripped out of my mind. I'm, like, in dab land. Me and my coworker call it's it dab do, brain. Do more dabs. Dab brain. Lost. <laughs> yeah. No, and then we used to, uh, like, occasionally, you know, football's on on Sunday. You don't want to leave at home. We would start calling it dab day, and just, like, people would stop by and come over and do dabs. But I can only do that, like, once every few months. I'm yeah. like, that's, like, about my dabbing, like, frequency. I don't know. I, like, might do one every now and then. I haven't done a dab in a I do them every once in a while. I go straight to the dome. Maybe I just got like back once to... a week at least. <clears throat> Maybe more if I. And I don't consider. I don't consider vape pens dabs either. But you I know. also don't really like the. I mean, the vape pen high is whatever, but <coughs> it's not getting. They're really, changing. Really They're definitely high, getting more effective. The vape pen highs. I agree. Those new ones that vibrate. I'm not. I'm trying not to say it on the. Well, that, but all my vape cartridges I've been getting lately, like, have shockingly gotten me feeling more fuzzy in the brain than normal. (laughs) Okay. That's interesting. I wonder what happened. I don't know. Because I know, I told, I wonder if they figured something out, because that one, do you know what I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's ever um, since all the carts started changing to C-cell carts. Oh, interesting. And that's so what you, I think, think it that's is. Something to do with that, just like the whole process, how the whole like breakdown. Maybe how the whole cart works. Maybe uh-huh. how the whole cart works with the oil is better because it's ceramic. C cell stands for ceramic. Mm, Instead of I before they those. were wicks or that metal chamber. Yeah, you know? I used to specifically go in and ask for like I would pay more for whoever had the, the ceramic ones. Yeah. <clears throat> And now everyone's doing it, so I think that's why they're working that's a lot better fun. now. Mm. That's pretty good. They just, they just seem more effective. Though. I don't know. It's um, still not it the same. It's absolutely yeah. not the same. But for discreet purposes, for when I'm in the car and I'm like... For sure. Right. I mean, I, you should not be doing that in the car, people. 
advisory that's against advisory. the law. So I don't do that either. Public service announcement. <laughs> uh, but it's discreet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. The pen, the vape pen. Don't the set the. Life. Oh my gosh. Don't set the fire alarm off on the airplane. I know somebody who did that recently. And with a vape pen, they were trying to vape on the airplane. Uh huh. Dumb. <laughs> in the bathroom, they were trying to vape in the bathroom oh, on the airplane what? and set the fire alarm off. And like it was okay, they just shut it off because like nothing was actually happening. But it was real life. I was like, oh my god, did they fine you like a hundred thousand dollars? Because we just had like we just had a bunch of friends traveling for my for that yeah. wedding a couple weeks ago, right? So like. Everyone's flying, everyone's a bunch of potheads, like, obviously, they're trying to do stuff like that, right? Damn. They didn't get fined. I can't believe they did that. I know. But it also doesn't surprise <coughs> me. I mean, yeah. That they did, knowing them. Okay. So... Yeah, we're just getting caught up. We've kind of been out of the loop on this whole thing for, like, a month. Because, like, we had vacations. Summertime, we had vacations. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So we're just kind of, we want to do, kind of a little hop around <clears throat> about a few things. Get everybody caught up on our thoughts about our usual talking points. Yeah. And see where it goes from there. Yes. What's first on your list, woman? Well, I mean, let's just catch up on reality world. Mm -hmm. We can talk about Catfish first. Did you watch the, the I watched final Max. episode? Yeah, I watched Max's final episode. It was pretty sad, but, like, I get it. I feel like that he's been trying to balance the two things for a while. What else is he doing? Dude, he's always been directing. That's when, like, oh. when they have those fill-ins, he, like, produces and directs, like, other films, actually. And, like, makes money doing that. And he... <clears throat> I think Catfish was, like, his break... Catfish the movie was yeah. one of his breakout yeah. things. Like, that's what... Do you remember every once in a while they have all those... <clears throat> they have all those fill-ins? Yeah. Right. I don't know who most of them are, because, like... But a lot was Neve, like too, that, when Neve was gone with his family. Yeah, that Next. was... Yeah, that was more recent. I think maybe, like, four four years ago, maybe, Max was gone for, like, a season plus to go do a big movie somewhere. I remember that, yeah. <clears throat> like, Charlemagne was Neve's co-host. And Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. That's why I even thought maybe Machine Gun Kelly was, like, Max's co-host. Anyways, I think that <clears throat> there's a lot of funny people that can do these things. I mean, I like Max, but I don't think his leaving is devastating to, like, the whole catfish brand, really. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it's really a spot anyone can fill, honestly. It's just, like, you're not going to see Max and Neve together. Yeah, no, those things are so cute. Yeah. I think they're a good pair, and mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I wouldn't be mad if Laura is part of the show now. But Me they're just kind of disgustingly cute, so it's okay or not. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but 
Yeah, I, I can handle that a little bit, I think. I don't know if I can handle that permanently. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to see. It hasn't yeah. been too bad, I guess. Like, they keep focused on the show, which has been great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wasn't she just a guest host recently? I think so. She's been on a couple episodes this last season, this last new season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like, the Teen Mom world. What do you know right now in Teen Mom? What, do you, what kind of Teen Mom stuff do you know about? Because you haven't um, really been watching it, have I, you? No, I have stopped watching all the Teen Mom. I still get some news on my top news stories. So, like, I found, I know about, like, Kaylin and Janelle's war. But I seriously gave up on Teen Mom. Like I said, I'll keep up with the, I can keep up with the drama because the drama is juicy. But I can't watch that. I've definitely given up on their reunions. Like, that was such a waste of time. I feel like I'll never do that again. I, I don't I'll, think I'll any of the girls reunion. will do it again. I mm-hmm. think they'll all, like, refuse to do it or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I thought it was screwed up that the first half of the show, and then some, was basically the Kale and Brianna show. Yeah, I, de- I guess I did watch that. Because the first episode was just Brianna's segment, and then just Kale's, and then Barb's. And then the second show... Oh, I, mean, I only watched the first one, that was the fight. That wasn't even the reunion. No, yeah, that was like the pre-reunion. That, that was like that was the pre- I pre-reunion I never the reunion. I was like, oh my god, this so is how So they it's had that pre-reunion <clears throat> show, and then... The first reunion, like they always split the reunion in two, yeah. Now, right? Yeah, yeah. But then they did the first reunion, and it was Brianna's segment first, and then Kale's, and then, and you know, you just hear both of them being really immature, both of them. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're both in the wrong in that whole situation. But you know what? Oh my god, just stop it. They're just grown it. women who yeah. are raising children that have to be this the future of this world and they can't even like mm-hmm. just sit down hash it out and move on because mm-hmm. it's not even worth it neither of them are with Javi anymore anyways that's where it all started yeah now Javi's got Brianna doesn't need to run mouth, her mouth so. Kale doesn't need to run her mouth let's just move on right yeah but that'll never happen no um, and then Barb gets a little bit of the segment at the end, and then the second episode is like Javi's segment, which includes oh Kale on half of it. So mm-hmm. then it's like still the Kale show and Javi and Brianna show, mm-hmm. and then they do Barb again with Nathan, and then. Chelsea gets her segment, but Chelsea's already back at home, so Dr. Drew's just, like, Skyping with her, mm-hmm. which is fucking stupid, because then they go to Janelle, where Dr. Drew dr- flew to Janelle, and so his segment is with Janelle, wherever they're at, wherever he flew to, yeah. and her segment was disgusting. Like, really? just when you think you can't hate Janelle anymore, and then she speaks... Oh no! God. So I should watch only the Janelle part. Yeah. Of the well, the only time. part of the reunion worth watching was that whole second half. The first half was garbage. Okay. Because that Brianna and Kill thing has just been way too drawn out for way too long. Agreed. And like way too long. 
And I think even Kale, like I read in an article or something that Kale's like, Brianna and Javi basically stole my storyline this season. Mm. And basically they did. Mm. Because her storyline just consisted of their storyline. Yeah. All the drama betwixt all the three of them. And it was so annoying and stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. nothing <laughs> I think no. I'm burnt out on all of that you should Burn watch out. the Janelle segment though Janelle. because Dr. Drew does ask Janelle about like David getting fired for his comments and she has the nerve to say uh, David wishes that he had made those comments differently but he stands behind his views oh my god and Dr. Drew's like so if your kids ended up being gay, if any of your kids ended up being gay, how is David going to treat them? And she's like, well, he's just not going to support that lifestyle, but he's not going to, like, be mean to them. And it's like, huh. You're a disgusting human being. Like, you're with somebody that feels that way about other people that will treat their children badly if they are a certain way. You know, and it's like, mm. where they are they in West Virginia? I always wonder that. I never that. know because she was in Florida for a while. Oh, I, I thought. <clears throat> now I think they're in North Carolina. Okay. Well, there'll be some rednecks out there. Is all I'm well, saying. David is Sorry. obviously oh. a huge redneck, and Janelle. I don't know. I never know what Janelle is because Janelle is just like a chameleon with every relationship she's in. Yeah. So. Oh, she has. I read Kiefer's going to jail. Oh, yeah. For, for a, a meth time. lab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, meth lab. <laughs> Kiefer. You guys smoking the weed? Is that what she says? I don't remember. Barb's smoking the, the reefer. Kiefer. Kiefer. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to relight the reefer. Do it. And I'm going to talk about... So, do you know... that I'm going to segue into true crime right now. Let's do it. Um, do you remember that Ariel Castro, he stole those ladies in Cleveland? The, and they just found them, like, the last couple years. Um, see, this is... That name sounds so one. familiar, but I... I'm not putting all the pieces together. Um, well, maybe when I tell you this. So I was listening to one of my podcasts, and actually when this happened, I remember when this happened because I lived there. Like, I remember seeing, like, the missing girl signs, like, at my workplace, and, like, just everywhere you went, all of the signs for these missing girls were everywhere. Um, it was probably... It was probably, like, 20, maybe. And then, like, fast forward to a couple years ago. Ariel Castro is the guy. He stole them and then had them in the house. He impregnated them. They were basically his slaves. It was three girls for, like, 10-plus years that he had them. Um, But now... (coughs) 
but like now I live on the West Coast, and this is kind of like the Amanda Knox thing. How I don't know about Amanda Knox because I didn't live here, but like you remember it fresh in your mind. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so one of my podcasts, they usually talk about older, older stuff, but they were talking about this, and I actually learned a lot of interesting stuff about it, and it made me. It's fine. Sorry. That's fine. We all need it. I have my water over here. Okay. Uh, but it was just really interesting to hear all stuff about it. They ended up, they were like his daughter's friends. And, but he impregnated one of them and they had, they like delivered the baby there. And like, that was, the baby was like a little bit older. I don't know exactly, I don't remember exactly how old she was, but like, she was old enough to be like walking around and like talking and everything. And then he just had these three slave ladies. The problem is I know this story because I've heard it in other stories. Mm. Like, it's happened before, too. It's, this isn't the only time it's happened. Oh, so yeah. I, like, I'm blending other stories. I'm, like, not... Totally. I wish I could... I wish I could remember the ladies' names because you might remember, like, one of them wrote a book recently. I'll probably look it up on, like, YouTube or something later today. Do it. I just want to tell you because I want to say... The girls' names too, because Amanda Berry, Amanda Berry, Michelle Knight, and Gina, to Jesus, to Jesus, I don't know. But anyways, the girls were his daughter's friends. How messed up is that? Horrible. I didn't even know that. But I'm glad they were okay. I'm glad those girls were okay. Yeah, that's horrible. I'm glad they're okay, too. Yeah. <coughs> that was it. You that don't even it. remember. I mean, you don't remember. But I, it's the but I think of like thing. I think it's of, like, the J.C. Lee Dugard story, and I don't even know where that one happened, but she was kept for... At, held captive oh, in a backyard, like and he had, like, built her all these tents and stuff in his backyard. Yeah, for like 30 years, 30 or 35 years or something, she was Damn. back there. Yeah, yeah. And like people even came in and out of the house. Like I think he was on probation for a period of time or something. Oh my gosh. <coughs> they didn't even know. It's crazy how you can just steal people. I mean, I guess now there's a lot of cameras and it's probably harder, but like still. No. Actually, I was just listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about because it's a, it, they were talking about Black Mirror, that show Black Mirror, which I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's all this it's like weird psychological, psychological like technology, blah 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 kind of stuff. And anyways, this podcast that I was listening to is the psychology of it, and it's one of the people on the podcast is a psychologist, so he actually does talk about studies and stuff. And he was talking about how there's this thing that the more people that are around the less likely anyone is to report it because now there's I forget what he worked there's a word it's for called, it it is it's like um you man I can't but it's because it some, they just assume that someone, someone else is gonna do mm-hmm. it so no one does it and there's a documentary on Netflix about called witness about this like really famous case that it happened this girl named Kitty, I think it was in New York or something, 
she was murdered outside of her apartment, screaming, yelling, all of her neighbors saw it, and not a single one of them called the cops because they all assumed that someone else was calling the cops. Mm. <coughs> it's really disturbing. That is super disturbing. I hate... Or, like, the fact that people with all their phones and (coughs) Snapchat and social media. Yeah. It's the age of recording and not helping. That's exactly... I was actually listening to one of my ghost shows, and they were like, man, if something happened, people's first thought anymore isn't like, oh, I should do something. It's like, I should record this. Exactly. You know? I'm not like that. I... No, I would never be like that. I would. How could you be like that? How insensitive yeah. have, are they? Yeah. Like we were sure. raised from infant, child, children, or toddlers with this much technology, so we have a sense of. Yeah. I feel like we have a sense of well, humanity have... to us, and they don't. They're like already little robots. Mm-hmm. Raised by little robots. Mm-hmm. And, like, you and I have even had conversations, like, here, living in the town that we live in, like, we've had talks about hearing, like, gunshots or something, and then we turn on the police scanner on our phone to see if somebody reported it, because, like, if they didn't, you kind of want to, because that's weird, right? And, like... We always, at least we always, we live outside of city limits, and so, like, there's less stuff to do, but if I ever thought something weird was happening, I would totally call a 5-0, and that would be helpful. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't had to. I had to one time when I witnessed a car accident, actually. That was probably, I was driving down the highway, and this... It was 480 in Cleveland. Kind of found it there. 480 in Cleveland. And I was driving, and, like, all of a sudden, luckily, there were no cars in front of me. And all of a sudden, this car that was, like, sort of in front of me, all of a sudden, veers hard right, smashes into the mirror, goes across six lanes of traffic, like, right in front of me, and I'm driving 70 miles an hour, goes across traffic and smashes into the um, cement barricade on the middle of the lane. And it literally just, like, went over the highway. I thought I was going to die, like, seriously. Like, my life flashed before my eyes because I thought I was going to die because it was that close to me. And then the next thing I did was call the police. And... I looked behind me, and there was just, like, all these cars, just all... I missed it. Like, whatever happened after me, like, I fucking missed it. But, like, (laughs) it was one of the craziest things in my life. I have a story like that, too, actually. I don't know if I've ever even told you. I might have, though. Me and Adam and Elliot were on our way home to to Spokane from visiting my family over here. Mm -hmm. And... We were on 90, and, like, we had just gotten on 90, and it was pouring down rain, and Adam was driving, and I was in the passenger seat, and I didn't see it, but he saw it, and all of a sudden, there's, like, a car in front of us, upside down, and, like, on this, all the way, the opposite side of the freeway, but it flew off the opposite 
90. So oh we're going God. this way 90 eastbound, and they were coming westbound, and they flew off the upper. There was no barrier up there, but they flew off of it and rolled, hit a car oncoming in front of us. But we were far enough back that Adam was like, just like, hit the brakes, pulled off. We're like, just stop right in front of it. And all I'm thinking is there are dead people in this car because it smashed, it's upside down, and it flew off the upper barrier upside down and rolled, right? Yeah. Well, Adam thinks he's superhero and like <laughs> runs to this car and all I can think is he's he's like you need to call 911 and so I call 911 and he's trying to be a superman and I'm like no don't go like I'm about to have a panic attack thinking he's gonna pull dead people out of this car he does end up cutting himself these people had like a dog I don't know it was chaotic all the cars stopped everybody was stopped on on 90 there wasn't anyone oh going through and uh, <coughs> the people that had actually gotten hit head-on were the worst off mm. and like we attended to these people everyone else that stopped and got out of their car did nothing so it's oh like get God. back in your car why are you even out of your car mm-hmm. like we didn't get out Adam was like the one that got out and then he was the one that went and checked on you the other helpful. guy. You were helpful. You called the police. Well, the police had already helpful. been called actually. Oh, okay. They told me that like, okay, we've already got people on the way. Good. And I was like, well, at least I called. Yeah. You're right? No, totally right. Good job. Whoever else noticed this. But it was crazy because like in that moment, I didn't want to call because I was like, panicking myself and there was yeah, I was like other people this. are probably calling you yeah. know I did have that feeling and I was already panicking like I was in like shock and didn't want to mm -hmm. it's crazy those are crazy moments so I never imagined I don't know if that was the same weekend the tree fell in front of us or not. Oh my gosh, what bad luck. But there was like a really bad windstorm too, one of the times we were visiting, and we were going to my aunt and uncle's at Camino. The wind was awful, and it knocked this tree down right in front of us. Oh my god. Like slam on your brakes. Yeah. But we, if we'd been in a different lane, it would have been worse for us. But because of the lane we were in, we were able to just drive over the tree branches. But again, Adam was driving. Mm -mm. I was still nervous. Oh, that one out. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I did its job. All right. Well, that was okay. that was crazy talk. So, okay. Yeah, we got off on car accidents. Um. Can we? I don't know if there was any other true crime stuff. To that I need to talk about. I've just been watching a lot of dark shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listening to a lot of podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I finished that show, The Center, the first ep uh, the first season. Oh, nice. Finished it last night. Some that's on Netflix. The first season is, and the second season is airing now on cable. Oh. On USA. What you say? Oh. Oh, it's a USA show. It's really good. Did you ever watch Burn Notice? No. 
Did you ever watch? What's that other USA I never show? watched any USA shows. My dad watched those shows. That's what I'm saying. They're so bad. No. This isn't like that. This is totally different. Okay. This is like <laughs> USA with a comeback. Okay. <laughs> trying to be like, cool. Pe- a lot of people are talking about it right now because season two is on. A lot of people are watching it. It's really fucking good. Okay. It's like a very different twist on a murder mystery, and it keeps you interested and wondering... And, like, the suspense is good. It's good. Mm -hmm. The story's good. Okay. It's all worth it. It's an hour. Well, for like 45 minute episodes, yeah. Okay. I watched that in good time. Mm -hmm. Next time I have time. But also, I've been trying to watch some of my old 90s shows on YouTube. Yeah. And YouTube... I heard they took away Are You Afraid of the Dark recently. Sorry. Yeah, did I tell you that? No, I know. I heard separately they took away Are You Afraid of the Dark. Are you telling me it's more vast than that? No, it was Are You Afraid of the Dark I was trying to watch. Oh, no. They took them all off. The other day. Like, it was specifically like a handful of shows. It was like Are You Afraid of the Dark... Um, and it just happened the it other just day. Happened, like, of course, within the it just last couple of weeks, happened. Probably right when I was just trying to watch it. The because other I day. always <laughs> the reason is because I try to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark on YouTube. They did that they to me with the challenge. They too. used to have all of them on YouTube. What's the point? You used to be able YouTube. to just search Are You Afraid of the Dark and it'd be like boom, boom, boom. You could just watch any episode you wanted in no particular order. Seriously, what's no. the point, YouTube? You better not get onto my Degrassi or I'll fucking flip. They, and, like, we, were we talking about this or is this from the article, too, that they want you to pay on top of it? Yeah, well, and that's what's stupid is I have YouTube Red. Mm -hmm. So, technically, I mean, I'm linked into a family plan, but technically, I don't feel like I should have to pay for anything on YouTube. I'm already on a paid plan. Isn't that what YouTube Red is? Or what, yes. the, what is the point? <laughs> but like, I'm having this beef with the challenge too. Nobody wants to pay $30 to watch 25 year old 30 year old episodes of the challenge. I don't want to pay $1.99 an episode or $2.99 an episode Exactly. Either. To but watch some cheesy, I mean, they're great, but they're cheesy little shows that, I just, you know, I just want to binge them in an afternoon and, like, I But you know what, I would them. maybe pay, like, $2 for, like, a season of those yeah, sorts sure. of things, right? Like, make it something affordable because it is not worth the 30-whatever exactly. dollars. So, wait, those old shitty ones, and I'm not saying, like, Use the office or shouldn't be like two dollars or whatever. Like I find pay, charge forty dollars for that. I don't give a shit. Like that's a newer show. Yeah. Whatever. So we're talking like the quality is. <laughs> My cat senses. Anyways, the quality is shit, and I it just makes me so angry. Yeah. Me too. <sighs> Every once in a while, I'm allowed to buy a season of the challenge on the PlayStation because Kenny gets free money on there. That's nice. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I expensive. can buy Are You Afraid of the Dark on Amazon for like 15 bucks a season, but. 
And don't you feel like you should be able to buy the DVD? No, somewhere? that's what I would. That's what I would do. Fifteen for DVD. What about used? There's no used ones. No, they're not any cheaper. In fact, okay. one of the used ones was like hell expensive. And I was like, why? <laughs> I guess one in particular, that just is, a collector right that, here for $117. That's super funny because that's always what I do too. My first thing when I realize how much is, I'm like, I'm just going to go buy it on Amazon because it can't be that expensive. Yeah, especially right? when you can buy it used. Yeah. Because you can buy the cheap used. I never even thought about buying the old episodes of the challenge used. I bet they're a hot commodity. I feel like MTV keeps the shit under lock yeah, and key like so that they, they can make all the seasons. money. Yeah, MTV is weird. I know. It well, apparently, those were Nickelodeon. Apparently, Nickelodeon's trying to bandwagon too. Well, Nickelodeon is starting their own streaming service, and that's what I was trying to figure out the other mm-hmm. day because that's I want to get in on that. this. So that's why. I'm trying to figure it out. Because mm-hmm. let's see how much the streaming service costs. And I might actually get in on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I might actually pay that. Especially even if it's if just for a month. Other stuff. You know, even if it's yeah. just for a month to, like, binge just a few binge of my it. old shows with Elliot and have some fun with it. And then, yeah. you know. I would watch. So I loved Salute Your Shore. Yes! And me hey, too. dude. They were so and, good. Uh, Clarissa explains it Clarissa all, and the, the one with Larissa Lanik, and she was, oh, the Super Alex World Mack. Alex Mack, yes. Dude, do you know? P&P. I, oh my God, I actually never liked P&P, because they were really weird. I just I never liked like like looking them on TV. It was like one of those things. Sorry, I don't mean <laughs> to talk about anybody's looks. Sometimes it happens to me. It's so funny. Things just, well, even like, you know, football games and like, I don't want to watch this game. Like, I hate watching Boise State games on TV because their fucking football field is blue and it's just like not appealing to the eye. (laughs) That's how I felt about PMP. That whole thing was just like not appealing to the eye. It's so funny and random. Too many gingers. And I'm a ginger too, so. Too many gingers. Um, so I love Melissa Joan Hart and Joey Lawrence. (laughs) Oh my god. I love, I will always watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, it's on Hulu every season. Oh man. I feel like it should be on the TV too. I actually watched it recently. Doing, I'm not sure how. It's so good. I still think it holds up. I love it. Salem. And her answer is so much funnier now. Do you know she's on, uh, Hilda's a regular on the match game. They redid the match game recently. No. Do you know what the match game is? Like the old timey game show? I think so. I think I used to watch. Like fill in the blanks and try to match the celebrities. Maybe. I don't remember. Celebrities like Adam Carolla. And Hilda. I love Adam Carolla. Wow. 
well. What do we feel about that joint ones? I think this joint did not help me focus, like, in the slightest. Oh, really? I mean, I don't feel like it helped me focus, but it definitely got me good and high. I did get high. I'm a happy high. I'm not a sleepy high. I'm not even sure what I just talked about at all. I think we had a great conversation, if I do say so myself. I'm glad that we had this moment to catch up. What's 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 been our like word association game? What have we been doing? Yeah, we gotta pick a pick a topic and then just talk about it for a minute. Then thank you for remembering that because we always get high and we forget it. Yep, yep. And so good job. So do you wanna go first? I can't even see your eyes, dude. That's what I'm saying. My eyes, like, aren't even open right now. You can't see me. I'm trying to make a, try to make a timer on my phone. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Should we talk for one minute or two minutes? Sure. One minute's it's supposed to be two minutes and we've been doing one minute just to like warm up, but I feel like we could totally add another minute to it and it'll still be good. Because it kind of turns into a conversation instead of a soliloquy. Let's do it. Okay, do you have a topic or do you want me to? Give me a topic. Okay, I need a second. I was unprepared for this. Um, diamonds go. Diamonds oh, no. are diamonds are my birthstone. Oh my gosh! And I didn't know that. It's because I'm solid as a rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In mind and spirit. It's all that's a rock. And uh, let's see, diamonds are beautiful. I don't think I own any diamonds. <laughs> this is exactly why um, it's string of consciousness, because that's literally the list you're going through in your head. Yeah, right? Uh, I think they are beautiful. I wish I owned. A diamond. How do you feel about lab-created diamonds versus, um... I don't like typical diamonds that people get these days. Those, like, square-cut... Or not the square-cut, but the... That diamond ring that... I think it is a square-cut. Everyone has it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but only because I watched the Antiques Roadshow. I know all the diamond cuts. <laughs> it's like a square cut surrounded by small diamonds. Oh, I Do you know I what I'm talking about so that cl- everybody has <coughs> Yes, it's so clear. I know somebody got on them and she's there like, look, look, look. And I'm like, that is blingy as fuck, but like so cliche. Yeah, it's like, like I, it's pretty, but everybody has it. I don't want something everybody has. Do you hate, that is exactly how I feel about jewelry. You know how they always advertise, like, 
the Jared's or whatever has yeah. a, like, infinity necklace that they mm-hmm. advertise every Christmas. And, like, every, all so, like, the, it's just so that, that all the men buy it for the women because the men no, don't know how to buy jewelry, mistress. right? Because well, they're like, what do I get that's nice but not too nice? Well, that's, like, they don't know what to buy, right? Like, my dad always buys it for my mom, and my mom's almost... my mom or my dad does it to my mom for my mom and like I'm like god you can do so much better <laughs> like if you're gonna spend that much money on something like that like will you let me pick something out for her because like that's not worth it like seriously okay I got a timer for when you my topic Oh, I have to give you a topic now? Yeah, it's my turn. Sorry, I kind of... Okay, I'm ready. Yours. No, like, it ended, like right? Said, my minutes ended. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Beaches. I hate the beaches on the West Coast because you can't actually go in the water. It's like... But then I did. So you can't, like, really go in the water because it's really cold because of all the glacier... Not glacier. Mountain melt coming down on the rivers. So it's really cool, and so you can't really go in there, and you have to wear wetsuits, and it's just, like, kind of a bitch. But if you, like, go out a little bit, it is seriously not that cold. Yeah. Um... But I love going to the beach, and I love finding shells. It also makes us have there's not a lot of shells here on the East Coast. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there, like, like where the clams are, is there a lot of shells? Like, on that. There's, there's different shells on different beaches. Okay. I know you're partial to the sea glass. Yes. Sea. It's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking on the beach is one of the best things ever. I love getting like a slushy or something really cold and then sitting on the beach. That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Get your whatever drink you want and a pineapple, sit on the beach. Pineapple fields. Get buried forever. in the sand. Pineapple fields forever. It all comes together. <laughs> um, and when I love seeing sailboats on the beach, I think that's one of the best scenes that I can ever witness. Like, you know, oh, yeah. when you see something and it's just like beautiful, but that's how I feel about sailboats on the horizon and the beach, <laughs> close, far away. Ships. That's off. All right. All right. Good night. Bye, guys.